You are now listening to Giddy Stories. Alright everyone, it's another episode of Giddy Stories and I am Viva. It is the month of September and I know because I've had this conversation with quite a number of persons and everybody's like, oh, the year no end, how you take flight? Well, it just happened that it was 24 hours, slipped into 48 and then, you know, on and on and rolled into a month and now we're in the ember month where people literally feel pressured with those financial and career goals or business goals that they set for themselves since the beginning of the year oh no well but anyways feel the pressure as a nigerian you are you are trying your best you are doing well you are doing well because it's not easy and on today's episode we get to talk about one or two things that's really bugging the minds of not just legoshians but i feel a lot of Nigerians. So it has been surprising, kind of. I won't say it's surprising, you know. But let me just start off by talking about the price hike in food items. Although this one is it's something everybody knows. Or maybe you don't because uh, your parents are still taking care of the bills of which if we start to have this conversation about adulthood being a scam, we probably will end up having 30 minutes of me ranting. But the prices of food items have shot up and every other thing in between too will be affected because you don't expect the keke guy to ply the road for 100 naira when everything he's buying to maintain the keke has is like times two a lot of things are being affected but it also disturbs me that in a bit to get money people are doing things now yeah we have the legit and the illegal parole that's going on but the one that is just disturbing and i really tried my brother I, I wanted my brother to narrate the experience himself, but the camera has been busy because he is about to, yeah, he gained admission and not in Nigeria. Omar Gamma said, no, no, he, he can't bear the strikes and all that. But that story for another day, maybe when he comes back from his first semester. But um, this story is coming out from the ordeal he had recently with the police. And I believe that happened last week, Tuesday. I, I don't think I've mentioned this, but uh, yeah, my brother is a dancer. His name on Instagram is Iconic OJ, and he's part of the dance group Invader. So every once in a while, every now and then, they always have this video shoot, you know, to promote their their craft, their talent, you know. So last week, Tuesday, they were heading to Yaba and they took um, public transportation heading from Malto Axis down to Yaba. So for those who are familiar with that route, you have to pass through, For the, if you want to pass from Malto, you have to take a bus from Malto down to Orile. So they entered a small bus, aka Korokwe, the minibus, and while they were going, they noticed that they passed two policemen on that road close to Orile. And then the... They looked and the, the guy, the first set of policemen did not stop them. Uh, Move forward, and that was when the second set stopped them. So it turns out that the guys behind signaled their colleagues in front, stop that bus because they got some likely market. I'm using the term market because they said it themselves. 
So they stopped the bus and asked all of them to alight the vehicle. And I learned later on that they did not even pay the driver. So that one don't even lose like how much? 500 naira because there were five in the bus. So they alighted the vehicle and then they took them into the destroyed Ugly police station. Remember last year in October, the NSAS protests, tensions were high and the building was raised by fire. Yes, people got angry and that building was just destroyed. But it turns out that activities are still going on. Nothing spoiled. The people, uh, a lot of activities still going on. People reporting, you know, incidents, like, you know, normal police activities still going on. So anyways, they go in and then they ask them to empty the contents of their bag. All right, so because of the whole harassment that's been going on with my brother, this is not the first time and he wasn't even phased at all. This is not the first time. He has an id card uh, my uncle is a lawyer and because he runs errand for the law firm he was given an id card which shows his position as a, as an assistant or a clerk at the firm so with that id card he never leaves the house without that id card so when they asked him to present any form of identification my brother just produced this id card with so much flourish so much flair because you know more I don't catch on that today. And then he produced it, he brought it out, and then they looked at it, looked at him, looked at the ID card again, looked at him again, and they were like, is this real? He was like, yeah, it's real. What do you do? So my name is this, and I work with this firm and all of that. I'm like, okay, okay. So what do you do? I'm a dancer. Eh. Hey. Where your phone? Well, it turns out my brother doesn't have a phone at the moment because it's bad. So they had to repair so there's no phone to even search so they go through his thing they look at him and they give him back his id card i say yeah they go outside go outside go outside go outside bad market they said bad market so he goes outside and his colleagues yeah his friends they were in the station four of them a girl and then um three other guys yes yeah, so they were still inside and he called it to him he said it was up to like 30 minutes these guys never come outside and he was kind of worried and he was like should he go back inside to ask uh, know what's happening and then he saw them coming out and they were just laughing and guy what happened according to him he said oh that's after going through their stuff and it turns out that his friends actually use iphones yeah and you know iphone <laughs> okay so it's kind of weird that using an iphone is is just equated to you being a big boy you have all the money you're probably doing yahoo oh well, i love to use iphone so comes out and then they all narrate their own side of the story uh, what do you do oh we are dancers how did you get the phone well we do we work and also we have um our relatives who live abroad and they do they kind of a whole lot of explanation so how do you guys do what do you and it's hard to even start dropping some big white light and they said they were dancing for divido dance for whiskey and the police were like eh. Hey. And I'm thinking at this point, like at the back of my mind, these police people will be like, oh, no. make we not go do it. We say, you come visit now one of the whiskey dancers, everything you come cars, you come put us for Insta blog. I'm pretty sure that's what was going through their mind at that moment because they looked at them, stole them, you know, delay is one of the tactics of the police. Just, you know, delay them and just, you know, trying to get some one or two out of them, but nothing. And they just said, you know what? I'm going to carry on a bag they go to a bad market. I'm like, why are they using that term, bad market? It tells, what does it say? It tells you something. 
they are looking for means to it's like it's like you have a daily target right you go out and you try to make sure you you attain that goal and you beat that target for the day but my pain is they are going after people who have um you got dreadlocks you got locks or anything because brothers my brother and his friends they all have dreads and stuff and locks you know or twists or whatever they call it and it's like they become likely targets especially when they own iphones it's such it's such a sad deal and why i'm talking about this is because next month is october to also mark a year that nigeria and even the world so nigeria take matters into their hands nigerians about the nsas protest hmm well that will be something we'll see how it goes and uh it's really sad uh, another thing that i've noticed recently is that um yes the mib they are back the men in black they are back in action um if for those the public transportation yeah commuters rather would be familiar with this route especially if you're coming from uh, or really heading out to Sekou Rainbow using the alternate routes to link you up to Osho, the expressway. There are a certain number of policemen who are there in collaboration with NURTW or Agbero. I don't know which one would be more fanciful, but they are there in the evenings and they cause traffic. Now, the way they take the money, you will feel that the agbaros are the policemen and then vice versa. Because they come with so much aggression that the driver was confused as to what to do. And even when they try to explain that, oh boy, we don't pay before, it is still a bit of a challenge. And I'm like, uh, did they just decide to give it a year and come back in full swing? Because like nothing changed uh they also have a female yes there's a lady who is part of it and it's just tiring like oh boy to the apple guy and i understand money money no day so last last now they also did the hustle but are they supposed to like protect the citizens from things like that being extorted on the road yeah yeah if this, if this were to be a video you will see my head just doing this like some z word motion like back and forth with my head because I, I really can't tell and uh on the flip side we're going to talk about something else okay and i feel like it's one of the things that we can do to get power back in our hands and to get power in the hands of those we truly believe can enact that change in nigeria We'll be right back in the bit. Right back in the bit. All right, so just to wrap things about what I said earlier on is about PVC, the permanent voter's card. It is not just a thing to have as a sort of identification, but it's a weapon that can be used in 2023. I believe as young Nigerians, especially those uh, for those who've come of age, it's very, very important that you register to get your PVC online and do everything by every means necessary try to get it and get ready for 2023 I think as a country with even with internet and every awareness being made available on social media we have a lot of options I believe there are some persons who are going to come out but they need the support of the people to know that they can do it we cannot be swayed that because it's all about the cabals about the powers that be that we cannot do anything if not 
let us make that change in Nigeria that is needed. We cannot continue. How many of us want run? How many of us want jackpot? How many people get that money? Because it's only to get ticket and everything. Ticket money is not being sold. Somebody traveled to Ghana yesterday and she spent a hundred and twenty thousand naira just to go. We never talk come. Hey, so think about it. We're not even talking because that one is uh, my sister said abroad. It's when you're going to countries that you're not doing overseas, aka abroad, the real one. And that one's a joke, but you, you understand what I'm saying. Like, what do you have to do? Do you know how much you have to earn to have to live a certain way in this Lagos? Everything costs to <laughs> me. And my friends were talking about how packaging want to finish Lagosians, and especially on the island. Packaging, oh boy, oh, hey, hey, well. But then you see this talk about packaging. Guys talk about another day. But speaking of packaging, I just want to talk about, you know, weddings. Ew, ew. By now, you already know that weddings is one of the biggest industry in Nigeria, money-making industry. Despite of, despite what I said earlier on that, almost to people, you know, the prices of things gone up and stuff like that. Have you checked Bella Niger? Did anything change? No, my brother, my sister, nothing changed. We move. We what? We move because like, this is so kind of deco, like the deco, the ma, ma deco. Excess vacation places. Only the proposal, proposal alone. We don't do small wedding. So last, last, you see that uh, some people are no well. Like my pastor will say, we prosper in no chorus. Yes, and I think that's what's happening because nothing did change, and the price of ashwabi. Oh, oh, my friend gave me Jesus. I said, okay, I, will, I asked a couple of persons, and this is, a, this is like an old question that I've asked on radio shows. Like, what's the highest amount you've paid on Ashwabi? And someone told me that she has paid, uh, I think the highest for her. I'm going to narrate her own story because hers is very funny. She said uh, she has paid 35,000 naira for Ashwabi. And um, it was because the person was very close to her. I think the groom, very close friend. Uh, 35,000 naira for the Ashwabi. And like, ah, my friend, I'm going to buy him. Close eye, buy him. And now, while I'm narrating her story, it's not like other persons did not share their figures with me, but because she said, uh, unfortunately, the marriage did not last two years. I'm like, okay, where are you going with this? She's like, what, 35,000 naira on the Ashwabi? That no, that she had to look for a way that she made the guy buy some certain things to get her back her money for spending that 35,000 naira on a marriage that did not last two years. And I go, when it's not their fault, nah, it's not their fault, like, really. But it's really, really serious. The wedding industry is not being affected by the economic situation of the country. We move. Things are moving on. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know, being a private person myself, I don't think I'm going for the big shebang. You know, it's going to be like, I want intimate gang, intimate setting. And then somebody told me, intimate setting still costs money. Uh, the last last we just do it two or three are gathered in the name of the lord say your adieus and have a great life together because a lot of things are involved in a marriage but then again i'm not pastor kings and i can't give you that just but if you want to hear all about that yeah you need to go to his youtube channel that's kingsley okonkwo awesome content about marriage and relationship counseling Ding. Don't say I did not do anything for you. All right. So what other thing happened? I think something else happened and during the week that got me like, oh, this link was hard. It's not hard. I think 
one of the things that's really going on and I'm diverting away from the O1B and Ashwabi talk is or going back into something more serious is the state of the roads. On the 1st of September, the rainfall from 1st to 3rd was intense, like heavy downpour. Like somebody just empty container, and the water came. Now, rainfall is a natural element, a natural thing. We have seasons, right? Dry and wet season in Nigeria. Hamatana has disappeared in Lagos. Let's not talk about that. But the rains are constant. Uh, it rained heavily from the 1st to 3rd of September. And the areas most affected, at least I can say this author- authoritatively because my uncle lives there. The road that leads to Nigerian Navy barracks at Ojo, Omo, that road is terrible. He, he, he said that one guy fell into the gutter twice. Imagine coming out of one and trying to navigate your way out and you just do to-boom. That's the sound. To-boom. Fall inside again. And the guy was also confused. And as a matter of fact, there were some, like some children were just sitting by, just waiting for anybody to fall. And they are like, eh, 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 you go fall. And it happens that people actually fall into the drainage. Now, it actually looked funny to the children, but there could be a lot of things that could have gone wrong. Injuries that could result uh, fatal, you know, life-threatening issues. Pfft. That happened because it rained. Now, this road, what is funny about this road is because um, the road is the, it leads to the Nigerian Navy, like I mentioned earlier on. And then we have the Central Bank of Nigeria Housing Estate, one of the biggest, yeah, the high rise, that same road. And the question is, who is responsible of fixing this road? Is it a state or federal thing? State or federal, and then you look at it. Nigerian Navy, a.k.a. Nigerian Navy, part of the armed forces of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, the Central Bank of Nigeria, a.k.a. Apex Central Bank. Hello? Who should be responsible? I feel the federal government should look into it, but they're just kind of like shiny away from a lot of things, okay? So let me be more specific with this road. It is at Alakija bus stop. It is the road that leads to the Nigerian Navy barracks or door. And Satellite Town, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, is one of the actually cool places to live in because it's close to Festac, very easy to locate. Because Festac, everybody knows Festac, I think, and they're just like directed to Satellite Town. But they have a tank farm. And that tank farm has made it truly unbearable to live there. Houses are kind of like, yeah, the rent is down now because you can rent an apartment there and you won't break the bank because people are leaving and they're moving down to a goal for those who can afford more expensive housing. But if you cannot, you go inside to Agbara, Kokomaiko, Eyanoba, and what have you. And it's just really annoying. And it just begs the question, what exactly is the plan for Lagos? What exactly is the plan? It's not just about what's happening at Lakija. The rainfall causes traffic. And I don't know why there will be road construction happening during the rainy season. I, I, there are a lot of things that you just can't know. Like, I feel like playing on Malays understand. So we'll try to understand. No, we can't understand. Because it doesn't make any sense. I... Oh my God, I did say I wasn't going to rant, but a lot of things just leave me truly perplexed, like, oh, what did they happen? But then again, 
It is the country we're living in. And it now brings me back to what I said when we started this segment. It's in your hands. Let it be said that at least you played your part. Hmm? So go get that PVC. So we'll not have this conversation again. Okay? <laughs> Alright guys, so that's all we'll take it this week and thank you so much. Now, it's really, really important to me that you follow on Spotify, Anchor and Audiomack because those are the um, streaming platforms that I am fully registered. So please follow. And yes, on the link on bio for Giddy Stories, which is also on Instagram, you can tap on the link and there aligned or even arranged you will see that you can tip me. All right, so yes, you can tip Giddy Stories. All you have to do is click the Shukram or podcast tip, okay? Very simple stuff. But anyways, thank you so much. And as always, um, I think one of the things I ask for is that if you want me to collaborate with you, you have a story, please send a DM at Giddy Stories, the spells G-I-D-I-S-T-O-R-I-Z. Okay, so I am Viva. Catch you next time. Bye. Hey guys, my name is Eclipse and Cassie. I'm a rapper, singer, a music producer, and a lot of other cool stuff. But right now you're listening to Giddy Stories with Viva. And if you love it half as much as I love it, then you know it's an amazing podcast and one of the best out there. So don't forget to support the podcast by sharing with friends, constantly listening and subscribing and following. But most importantly, spread a little extra love by clicking the link in the bio and giving a little tip to support the good work. But until next time, this is still Giddy Stories. Easy, guys. A Lightweight Media Production.